0: You are listening to the Grace Church Podcast. To learn more about grace, including our gathering times, visit us online at thegracechurch.net. Today's sermon comes from Pastor Chris Neal.
1: So my name is Chris Neal. I'm the associate pastor here at Grace. Also, I'm uh, blessed and humbled to get to be part of the men's ministry and pastor some men. And man, yeah, I love what's going on in the men's ministry here at Grace. Some, some great things, it really is. And I want to welcome everybody back to uh, week three of our prayer and fasting series. Mm -hmm, I'm excited, okay. So, (laughs) Tommy came to me like a few weeks ago, and and he's like, I want to do this this series on prayer and fasting. I want you to get in there with me, and we're going to do this. I said, okay. He said, "Uh, so I'm going to preach on prayer. He said, and then I'm going to preach on fasting. He said, and then you're going to take over. Okay, okay. That was just funny to me. So this is what I like to call prayer and fasting and more. So, But it is like spring break weekend before spring break, and apparently nobody in here has a boat or anything. I don't know. It's great to see all of you here. But some of us are going to take these fun vacations, and we're going to go on a fun trip. We're going to have this fun time, hopefully, with our family, or at least that's what we'll put on Facebook, Right. <laughs> and some of us are going to like juggle kids and we're not going to go on any vacations and it's actually going to be a lot of work. And that's kind of what my family and I were doing. We're going to juggle kids and work and schedule. We're going to try and spend some quality time with the kids if that's possible and just spend some time relaxing with them. And for those of you that know Katie and I my wife, uh, she wanted to know, but I told her I was busy getting ready for the Lord this morning, so but anyway, Hashtag we love the Lord. That'd be better than than Chris. So but when we relax, my family and I, when we relax, I'd like to tell you we relax in these distinguished and admirable ways. We're like reading novels together, you know, doing some random math questions, meditating, painting, that kind of stuff, something fancy. But really, what my family and I we really like to do is we like to sit in front of a giant TV and we watch like we like to watch shows together. We only have one TV in our house, so everybody loves whatever we're watching, or they don't. That's all that's to it. My favorite thing is based on true life stories. That's what I love the most to watch because it's just so amazing sometimes the things that people go through. And Hollywood makes their life even better. And my wife, Katie, she knows this. And so she'll be watching the show. And she's like, you don't watch this show? And I, say, I don't know. And she, based on a true story. That's always her line. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Let's see what happens. And then like a few scenes in, there's this talking dog trying to land a plane. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that this is based on a true story. But now I've got to figure out if this dog can land this plane or not. <laughs> you do, right? You just got to know. And so I decided a few years ago that I needed, like, a bigger TV so I could watch my based-on-real-life stories at home in high-definition, you know, something beautiful. And I think Sam's has a lot to do with this, because we go to Sam's quite a bit, and Sam's has a beautiful setup. As soon as you walk in, man, there's all these beautiful TVs, and they're, like, ultra-thin and ultra-crisp and clear. It's high-def. Dang, those things are nice. And I wanted to get the biggest and the best TV that I could afford. Or at least I wanted to get the biggest TV that Katie would let me hang on the wall. That's what I really wanted. <laughs> and I started doing research on all this stuff. And I started looking like, at LED and OLED and what all that meant. And 4K and then 8K was coming soon. And I don't know how many Ks there are now. But man, I was looking at all this stuff. And I was watching YouTube videos. And I was reading articles. And I went to stores. And I compared prices. Like I was into this because I wanted the biggest and the best TV that I could afford, right? And then one day, I'm way home, i was just driving, and then I felt like God say something, and God's like, if only you spend as much time learning about new aspects of me, Chris, as you are looking for this new TV. But I had an answer for God at that time, I said, hold up God, listen to this. There's this new show called The Chosen getting ready to come out. That's right. And it's gonna be like Jesus is right there in my living room. <laughs> yeah, so I got my TV, got it mounted, got it all programmed, just hanging on the wall. Got the cheat, got to watch the Chiefs win like their first ever Super Bowl in decades. Man, life was amazing. And then the next morning, I got up and I got down and you know, sat down in my chair, I like to have my alone time with God in the morning, drink some coffee doing that kind of stuff, and then this TV is just staring at me, and I its like, what's up, Chris? I, Hold up, I gotta talk to the Lord, and so, but my quiet time, I cut a little bit short that morning because my new TV had so many apps and so many things that I wanted to see what it would do, and I reached over there beside my thing, beside my the table there, and I, where's the remote? In my house, when something horrible, like really bad happens, we call it horrible. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. Something has happened to the remote. So I got up. I'm cool. I'm looking in the couch cushions, and then I kind of pull them out. I maybe, maybe we were over here last night. I don't really remember. And then I go over to the recliner and digging down the recliner and find some M&Ms and some dog hair, but no remote. And then, like, the kids. And so I'm in the kids' rooms, and I'm flipping them out of the bed. I said, where's this remote? I need this remote. And I'm in the kitchen, and I'm looking all over the place for this remote. And then, true story, I said, <laughs> God, can you help me find this remote? <laughs> true story. And then again, God, the small, still voice in the back of my eyes, God's like, if only you would look for me as hard as you're looking for this remote, Chris. I don't really have much at that time. I was like, that's a good one, God. You got me there. And I said, but God, I really need to find this remote. <laughs> We have like six remotes for the old TV, but none for this new one. It's just one. And I said, God, if you help me find this remote, it's going to be like I find the remote and I find you at the same time. And it's going to be like this amazing story. And I tell you all of that story, the craziest turn of events, because I kind of think that's what God is saying to us through our prayer and fasting series. He's saying, what if we took prayer and fasting and learning about God as seriously as I took looking for that remote and that TV. He said, what if, you know, we spent as much time like looking for these new aspects of God as we do at baseball, right? Or as we do at softball or social media or whatever your thing is. What if we seek and search and work to find where God is moving in our lives as hard as we look for other stuff in our lives? And like if the TV's not your thing, how hard would you look if you lost your car keys? How hard would you look if you lost, heaven forbid, your phone? Right? Hashtag phones, right? And this is the moral of this morning's story Proverbs 2 3 through 5. It says, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord, and you're going to find the knowledge of God. God says through prayer and fasting, Like if we devote our time for searching for God and seeking his will, like if we're growing and trying to know what he wants us to know and trying to understand where he's taking us and leading us, that we're going to find more and more aspects of God. We will find what we diligently devote our time to looking for. We will. And so in this series, we've been challenging all of you to pray and fast with us up until Easter. And We're doing it on Thursdays from sunup to sundown. We're praying. But this should just be the beginning. Like this should just be the beginning of you, like starting this process of you praying and fasting to God. What if like after this series, you just picked a a day every once in a while. I'm going to fast today. I'm going to pray and I'm going to search for God or I'm going to do it till the 4th of July or whatever it is. But when we do this, because God He's all-knowing and he's all-powerful and God is infinite and God will never know all there is to know about God and his fullness on this side of heaven. And so prayer and fasting, they're these spiritual disciplines that help us seek and define and embrace the characteristics of God, the fullness of God. And prayer and fasting, there are ways that we can commune with God. In prayer and fasting, there are ways where we can like, abide in God's heart and God will communicate with us and God will change our plans and God may change our perspectives through prayer and fasting. And we should think of it like this prayer and fasting, they're not obligations like, oh yes, I made it from sun up to sundown. I'm ready. Now where's the steak? Right? No. Prayer and fasting are not something we do so we can just check it off the list at the end of the day. That's not why we pray and fast. Prayer and fasting are proven ways to align our hearts and our wills with God's heart. And I know that sometimes when you pray, when you fast, like you may not get that instant gratification. Have any of you ever taken a kid fishing lately? Like they're young, if they don't catch a fish in two seconds, they're out. And we're all like that. Like we want this instant gratification. And sometimes we don't get that with prayer and fasting. And sometimes you can even do it. I'm hungry, God, but does this mean anything? And I'm praying more to you throughout the day. But what does this even mean? God, is this even accomplishing anything? I don't feel like I'm making much headway. And that's the word. We don't feel like we're making much headway. Because we're making prayer and fasting about us. and We want God to move in a very specific way. What we really would like to have is an on-demand God, right? Just like my new TV had all these shows that were on-demand. I can pick anything I need God to do. Get it done, God, right? That's what we want. And we get tunnel vision. We don't see where God is moving and where God is working all around us and all the little things that he's doing throughout our prayer and fasting time. We just need him to move in one little area of our life. And so there's a Bible verse, John 15, 4 through 11, that I think kind of Exemplifies what we're doing through this prayer and fasting series. It says, remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. And neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in Jesus. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But it says, apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. For this is for my Father's glory, that you would bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in me, and if you keep my commands... You will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that you may have joy. Joy. And that your joy may be complete. Complete joy. So when we remain in God, we're going to bear much fruit. Like God, he he prunes us and he shapes us and he leads us and he guides us. And over time, through this prayer and fasting series, like God. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning, but God is going to start to fill us with more and more and more joy. And I don't know about you, man, but I need God's joy in my life. Like in one day, the Bible says that we can have complete joy. Like, complete joy. And Scripture promises over and over again that we can have complete joy. And I need that in my life. And we can all, like, nod our heads, hashtag complete joy and all that stuff, right? A Good message, Chris. If we get out of here, oh, it's 10.30, we might still make breakfast, right? Great message, no. But, so why don't we do this consistently? Like, why isn't prayer and fasting something... That really is important to us and in our lives. I think a lot of times it's because we, don't, we haven't done it consistently long enough to see the benefits of it. It's kind of like me going to the gym, right? You know, let my dad bod fully up here. But if I go to the gym like three times a year, I'm not going to see many rem- results, right? But if you go to the gym three times a year, how many results are you going to see? But if we pray and fast consistently over time, we're going to see more and more and more of God. And if we pray like in times of desperation, we may not see God move the way we need to see God moves in our lives. Like when I was looking for that TV remote, I needed that TV remote. I desired that TV remote. I'm flipping kids out of the bed because I needed this TV remote. I wanted it, and I was going to do whatever it took to find it. When we pray and fast up until this series, like we're looking for God this way. We're looking for his joy and his hope and his love. But Why don't we do it more? I think sometimes we don't do it because we take God for granted. Like, do I really need God and his presence in my life in this way, like directing my steps today? Do I really need God doing all that for me? And so if you're married, you kind of know what this means because we got married and, and then you put a ring on it. And so we started to take our wife, spouse, significant for, for granted, right? And we don't do the little things that we used to do, like going on dates and going on these, these walks and having these late night talks and going out to eat at these fancy places like Chili's, and Texas Roadhouse. That's right, I'm branching out up here because we got these people locked down. But over time... We start to take these people for granted in our lives. And the same thing happens with God, whether we know it or not. We start taking God for granted. We start to feel secure in these relationships, and we don't do the things we used to do. Second, maybe we're afraid of what God might want to say, or what God might ask us to do, or how He's going to start directing our steps. Listen to Proverbs 16:9 it says this it says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And this can be kind of like being afraid to ask your spouse like what are we going to do this weekend? Because you know if you ask, they're going to give you an answer right? Could it be that maybe we don't really need God to direct our steps and our paths every single minute of every day? Like, do we, no, maybe we don't really need your input, God. Like, there's a really good show on Netflix tonight, God. I know you told me about serving the streets, but come on. I got to see if this dog can land this plane. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you got some ball games to go to or something. And I don't say anything that's bad, but, or maybe you just got to mow your yard. You like been behind and all this rain. Man, God, I'm just too busy for you this week for you to direct my steps and to guide my path and, and show me what I'm supposed to do. God, could you check back with me tomorrow, and we'll go from there. And so lastly, sometimes I think deep down we just don't even feel worthy of all the things that God has blessed us with and for what God has already done for us. Could it be that sometimes we just don't feel really like worthy and really believe that God has all this grace and all this mercy and all this hope and all this joy for us, for each one of you in this room, hashtag for everyone. We get burdened because we start thinking about all of our shortcomings and all of our failures, right? And then over time we start thinking, Man, praying and fasting is really just going to be another way that I'm going to disappoint God and disappoint myself yet again. And many of you, some of you probably know this, but about 20 years ago, had a really bad accident. It was all my fault. made several bad decisions over several years. But I ended up losing one of my legs and didn't walk for almost a year. And now everyone's trying to figure out which leg it is right? And if you've been coming here for like a, this series and it's your first time here and you're doing the missing leg math, you're like, that's two out of two pastors. And two out of three messages in this series alone that said they got missing legs. How many more can there be? Two more to look for. Keep going. No, I'm just kidding. So, but if you're a regular here, at Grace, none phase. this is keep going. But for years after this accident, man, I would wake up and I would start putting on this fake leg. And and with that fake leg came all this guilt and all this shame for all the pain that I caused my friends and my family and myself. Every day for years, I would wake up and I would literally put on guilt and shame. Physically put it on. And one morning, I'm going through my guilt and shame ritual And God's like, why do you keep doing this to yourself, Chris? Like, don't you see how blessed you are to walk again? Don't you see how blessed you are to have this leg? Don't you remember you haven't walked for almost a year? Like, Don't you see, Chris, that I'm using even this part of your story for my kingdom and for my glory? Don't you see, Chris, how much I really love you? Man, and I was like, from that day forward, yeah. (laughs) Hashtag God loves us. I just put them out there, and you never know when somebody's going to search a hashtag, and God's going to bring this message to them. I really believe that. But I decided, like from that day forward, that I was really going to try and stop putting on guilt and shame every single morning. Instead, when I put on that fake leg, I was going to praise God that I could walk again. I was going to praise God that I had this leg and this ability. I was going to thank God every morning. And what was like this destructive habit of putting on guilt and shame every morning became this new habit of putting on prayer and praise to God. And I say that because I believe there are some people here today and you've been putting on guilt and shame for far too long. And God's saying the time is now for you to stop that. And I believe this praying and fasting up until Easter is going to help some people really break some guilt and shame that you've been putting on your life every single day. And God says, don't you know how much I love you? Like, why are you doing this? Don't you know that I love you and I want to be with you? So we're going to have two songs towards the end of this service. And I'm going to challenge you, man, if you're struggling with this, to lay that guilt and shame down. Come up here and let us pray with you and for you. Online, there's somebody there to pray for you because God meant for us to bear his joy and to bear, bear his fruit. He never meant for us to carry all these burdens. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And so as we go through this fasting and ser- praying series, like we're going to run to the one who can give us true rest. We're going to run to the one who can give us rest for our weary souls. And so there's one more thing. Because there may be somebody here, somebody online, and you're just one prayer away from a totally different life. Just one prayer away. You're just one prayer away, man, from Jesus changing your life forever. The prayer of salvation. And if that's you online or here, we would love to pray with you. We would love the opportunity to talk to you about Jesus. And I need everybody to know this. When you're praying, like you're not praying to some distant God who doesn't care about us and who's far away and doesn't hear what we have to say. Psalm 116, listen to this. It says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Because the Lord bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the great I am. He's bending down right now to hear you pray. Like, what do you want to say to him? God wants us to draw near to him this morning. He really does. God is bending down to hear your prayers. And so during this song, I just want to challenge you just to pray and just spend time listening to the words of this song. And then really pray about what God is saying to you. And talk to God because the creator of the universe, like he's bending down to hear you pray. Amen.
0: Say what's with- on? Up upon- say what's on you.
1: says are you tired are you worn out are you burned out on religion it says come to me it says get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the enforced rhythms of grace i won't lay anything heavy real fitting on you keep company with me you'll learn to live freely and lightly
0: if you are encouraged by today's message be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on spotify itunes or wherever you stream your podcasts to experience other talks videos and live gatherings visit us online at thegracechurch.net and again thanks for listening to the grace church podcast